show don't get this twisted i am rob along with my co-host as always tina how you doing tina i'm good rob things aren't aren't too bad in my world these days so not too shabby not too shabby i had a good weekend Mm -hmm. i was on my bike the last couple of days since the weekend well i can't complain awesome yeah Yeah. mine was a i had a three-day weekend nice um just for giggles and craps (laughs) um so that was kind of nice just to kind of, you know, chillax, I guess, and get a lot of things done, like, you know, laundry and mm-hmm. other such things. Yeah, that's, you know, yeah. I always like to try to catch up and, and do things. I'm uh, I'm on I'm, I, I love to say that I'm on a crazy diet, but I'm not. But I'm trying to uh, uh, eat better. I'm down in the last two weeks, like 11 pounds. So nice. Yeah. The old, the kid, he started it. He's like 26 down. Wow. Yeah. Good so, for him. Yeah, it's really good. So I've been eating lots of Chipotle. Ew. Oh, no. Be really good. Their oh, bowls, no. amazing. No, no, dear. No, that shit is ass. Oh, no. It's groovy. <laughs> I refuse to go to Chipotle. And it's super high in protein. Like Blech. protein, protein and fiber. Ooh. It'll make you crack your guts out. You could have it. Um, (laughs) um, Today. Oh, and and just a a quickie, like you can check our socials and stuff on uh, Instagram, Facebook, and uh, Twitter. But get this. Soon, you will not be able to hear us on Google because Google is canceling their podcasts. All podcasts? All of them. Why? I don't know. What the hell? I believe it's because there's going to be a YouTube podcasting thing. So mm. uh, we'll have more information as it comes. And since Google owns YouTube, kind of makes perfect sense gotcha. to roll over to there. So uh, I forgot when it is, but I believe it's before the end of the year. Mm. So if you are listening okay. to us on Google, um, check us out on uh, Apple Music or Spotify, because those would be the easier ones. You can do us on Amazon, iHeartRadio. Is Facebook Just, still doing it? I believe, but I think they're also kind of thinning the herd. So mm. it's because the other ones dominate. I think that's just the, you know what Please. I mean? It's hard to be in a business that you're not um, going. So we'll see. Uh, anyway, so today I was talking to a friend of mine down the street, um, just in general about life. And she said something kind of humorous. She, um, has young grandchildren. So she was going to go volunteer, um, when she was on vacation. And I told her I used to love that because at one point I was unemployed. Yeah. Volunteer at the, their school. Okay. And and I enjoyed doing that when I was unemployed because I was bored out of my mind. So hmm. and my son was little. He was probably fourth grade, maybe. Yeah, fourth grade, I think. It was super awesome because for one, you get to go spend time with your son. You end up being, you know, you get called, you know, your child's name's dad and everyone thinks you're the coolest. <laughs> and then you realize about how cool teachers are behind the scenes when the kids go to recess and they drop it, uh, drop F bombs and they're just real. And, you know, I, I really enjoyed that. Um, but I, I thought it was quite humorous too, that, that she said something to me and I told you before here, but, um, she goes, she goes, uh, she really doesn't enjoy it that much. She goes, but I love, you know, my grandkids. She goes, you're better with humans than I am. And I was like, yeah, that's probably true. But even I have a limit for the stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she said that um, if it wasn't for her job, she doesn't do well with people and that I could talk to a rock. And I find that 
kind of humorous. I actually found it to be a, a kind of a pat on the back, though. I was like, yeah, you're, you're kind of right. I can't talk to a rock. Um, mm-hmm. But that being said, both me and you have worked in the customer service industry for quite a long time. Our whole lives. And, <laughs> and I thought we'd talk about like how difficult it really is to deal with people in general, both in a work atmosphere and now just walking around. Because she had a really good point. I said, you know, look, I, I do well with humans, but you see the worst side of people. And she said, yes, in the last three years, that's really, really came out. And I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, that's kind of a good point. She works in the medical industry. So that in itself, I'm sure the last three years were just absolutely fucking horrible because, you know, she had to deal with all the COVID nonsense, and masks and lines and pushing shots on people and blah, blah, blah. So I think that's, Mm. you know, probably not the greatest thing you're in. I think more, I mean, we're both in customer service. I'm in the wholesale, so it's a little different, but I still can get yelled at by customers. You're in a more retail um, thing. And I was in retail for 11 years. So, and then I was an installer. So I went to people's homes. So we've really been in that industry. and, And I think it's, as much as people think they understand the what really goes on, I don't think they really understand how hard it is. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, mostly because you can you can run into a situation where you think, look, if I just say this or this, everything's going to be fine. And it turns into something way worse. Or you have to deal with everyone having a bad day with a smile. Mm-hmm. And that's and most part. of the time when they're having a bad day, I am too, because, you know, you, you touch people, you pick up their, their energy and it does mm-hmm. kind of, it does kind of screw with yours. So when people are in a bad mood, it, it just makes me have to work that much harder for sure. Yeah. It's like you, it's um like a sponge sometimes where mm-hmm. it, as soon as it, it pops off, you're like, what? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Or are you really going to go there? Yeah. I I had it. And I'm generally pretty calm. And and I mean, generally pretty calm. I'm pretty low key. I understand that, you know, sometimes stuff happens. I've learned over the last couple of years that you have to walk away, sit down for a (laughs) second and go, okay, it's over and move on. Yeah. I, I did have a situation where I work where an older gentleman came in and I was, he pretty much blamed me for his kid ordering the wrong stuff. And I was like, bro, you, you ordered it wrong. And he kind of got testy with me. And he was like, you know, my son will come down here. And I was like, okay, have him come down here. And he was like, oh, you don't want to do that. You know, my son uh, is, you know, he's in karate. And he goes, how much ring time do you have? And I was like, 20 years. Tell him to come down here. I'll choke him out in front of you. <laughs> and, and I literally said that. And I was starting to get hot. And I finally kind of went, okay. And I went into, into another office and sat down. And anyway, things. I don't cool, know you to be like that. That's Cooler funny. heads prevailed. But, and then one of the guys at my work came in there and he was like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm good now. But. He just like he just kept going and going. And I was like, it was your fault from the beginning, dude. Don't look at me because right? he had opened a bunch of stuff. And I was like, we're going to charge you for that. And he was like, but you uh, anyway. So dealing with the public can be an issue. And I, I thought that that part, you know, is difficult. The, the flip side of that is I can talk. So. Mm-hmm. It it can I find it easier when you like don't know a client that are coming in for the first time. It's much easier for me to just go, hey, blah, 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 blah. And I wear a mask very well, even if I'm having kind of a shitty day, I do my best to wear a smile and and go because, again, retail electronics for almost 11 years, you cannot be grumpy or an asshole all day it's it'll be the death of you right and so wearing a mask is kind of um it's you know you have to be able to do it Mm -hmm. um and i think that's how she is you know you're in the medical industry 
you have multiple patients coming in all day long in a very small window of when they're supposed to be there and when they're not and people get angry and you know they're sitting in a room for 20 minutes because dr john is over in room three and you know i i think that that's how things escalate quite quickly Mm -hmm. what how is it at your work you you kind of have the same thing with a time schedule correct oh yeah we there's a you know, we, we live by our book, our appointment book, and we have a schedule and we have to run a pretty type sh- tight ship in order to keep on track. But there's oftentimes I don't stay on track because life happens, you know, traffic happens, people come in late, it's their hair takes longer to process than normal. There's always something going on. But the good thing is, is with texting, I just say, hey, I'm running 15 minutes late if I can. But I don't get mad or I don't hold myself accountable if I'm under 15 minutes late. Um, mm-hmm. After that, you should let your people know that they're going to be waiting a little bit because, you know, whatever the situation is. So I try to let people know, hey, I'm running 15 minutes late. You know, hopefully that doesn't bother you. But if it does, I'm sorry. But life happens. And and I try not to hold myself too accountable to that because most of the time it's not it's not my fault. You know, I could run five to 10 minutes late if I'm really talking somebody's ear off or somebody else comes in and they throw me off a little bit. But for the most part, I like to stay on track. I don't I don't want people sitting around and waiting for me. <laughs> right. That that makes me nervous. So, yeah, I remember when I was doing alarm work. Uh, I would be in someone's closet, right, working on an alarm panel and there's nothing worse than having a client standing behind you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> while you're working yeah it made to me it was just like ah come on like really and you know they might talk a little bit and and i would be okay with that but i had people literally like over my shoulder mm-hmm. i was on a job and my old boss scott who unfortunately passed away he um he was from new jersey and he had he had a new jersey attitude let's just put it that way <laughs> Greatest guy in the world. I was on a job and this guy was behind him in a cl- in a closet and I was working j- not too far away from him. And he literally turned around to this guy and he goes, listen, um, do you put in alarm panels? <laughs> and the guy was like, no, 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 no. And he goes, OK, but I do. And he goes, I cannot have you behind me. He goes, uh, you know, he goes, go sit in your living room, watch TV, relax. We'll come out there when we're ready. Everything's going to be fine. And and he said it with the nicest. And the client was like, oh, 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 oh yeah, I'm sorry. And so I learned a lot of like that, too, where like it, you he was really brushing him off, but in the nicest way possible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and That's an art, by the way. It takes it, time. It is. It I is didn't an have art. that in my 20s, but now I have it. I didn't either. I <laughs> was not very good when I worked for the good guys and I was in retail like i didn't I, I was good but i wasn't like man this guy was like oh yeah it's great i'll give a so you know it, it's different telling people bad news is is the hardest part though i think mm-hmm. when when you're either like for me uh, a service call or delivery when you're like look we're not going to be there for another hour those are hard phone calls to make or when you know, you have to take a product to somebody and say, oh, it's not under warranty and it's not going to be repaired or that those are the times I generally got yelled at and I did my best to step backwards and go, OK, I'm I'm just delivering the news, you know, <laughs> don't kill the messenger. I can't do anything for you. Mm-hmm. you I, I always say to people, did anybody die? Like nothing, nothing is beyond being fixed or change or, you know, life happens. But the only thing that, that will is, is the only thing that's final on this earth is death. So I always say to my friends, did anybody die? Then it's really not that important. It's like, come on. Right. You know, there's so many things that we should be worrying about that we don't. And this petty crap, like anything, anything hair, is it really that important? It's just hair. Nobody died. Nobody got hurt. Nobody's gonna, you know, have debilitating illnesses. It's not that big of a deal. So 
I try when when clients push back against me, like you didn't do this or you did that. I, I'm like thinking to myself, it's OK. Nobody died and everything could be fixed or grow out or do whatever it's going to do. But. Yeah, I hear I get people's. Um, necessity to have things right away, that's not my necessity. So I try to keep. I try to keep a, a balance of that. Like I will do what I can for you, but you know, if you, if you didn't do what you needed to do for you, that's on you, not me. Right. So I try to be like that. I know that's kind of bitchy, but what can you do? But I, I think, look, we all have different tendencies, right? Mm-hmm. You have introverts and you have extroverts and then you have someone kind of in the middle where, um, I'm good around people and I don't have a problem talking with people, but I do, I do have a, um, it, I'll end up like if you, if you bore me or you don't talk back or I will leave quick, I will, I don't want to be around someone like that just because Mm -hmm. it, I have to have someone to bounce off with. And, And that's why I think when you find a good friend or you find, someone you want to have a relationship when you can communicate with somebody it makes things so much better and there's no work behind it even though one may be an introvert and Mm -hmm. one may be an extrovert where you can work within both of those when you're with people i think if you're going to be with friends who are mostly one way and you have a couple of friends who are the other You just have to stick in that group much better. So like, let's say you're more extroverted, right? And you have a couple of introverts. You, the people who are friends with those have to be right next to them all the time and kind of, you know, so, and, and not let things get out of hand because most people who don't want to be out will always have their head on a swivel. Like, how am I going to get the fuck out of this situation? Mm -hmm. And then people who are extroverted can get out of hand quickly. You so, think so? I, I never got out of hand. No, no, never, <laughs> never. Yeah. So, and, and I'm kind of that middle ground. Uh, like I don't mind being out, but I'm rarely going to make a scene or get out of hand. I don't mind being out in the public either. and, but we've all been in places where people get out of fucking control. And I mean mm-hmm. like out of control. And I don't even mean like in a bad way, like, fist fighting or anything just uh, too much alcohol too much music you know too much crazy and 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 i think you have to be careful around that because people these days have no problem freaking out and dealing with those type of people whether it's in a work atmosphere or in the public atmosphere can now turn sideways very quickly Mm -hmm. and and or you're on some video and you're now viral for you know telling the old lady that she's a you know super bitch at at target Mm -hmm. just because you wanted to get past her or something so we we just live in a different era and I, i find it now very very difficult to want to deal with humans even though I don't mind talking with them. If I go to the market, like my son always says something to me like, oh, you always say hi to people in line. And and he doesn't. He gets his shit, puts it on the conveyor, lets it go, and he's out the door. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. Um, but I, I think I do it more of just passing time. And And these days, that's another thing. We were talking about Uh, Me and my kid were talking about dating and it's how it's mostly done online. And now men, like if you go anywhere, you're afraid to talk to a girl. So we're, we're even making more people less likely to talk, um, which scares me in general as well. So I, I enjoy it, but I understand people who don't, I understand people who deal with, people around them because they have to and as soon as they don't have to they are looking for the door whether it's because they don't like 
the person. They're not um, happy in a situation of being someplace where they don't want to be or the people are just boring. I get a vibe sometimes and I'm like, I'm ready to go. I don't want to be I don't want to be here. That that's rare, though. I'm normally the one that's like, if I say I'm going to go, then I'm going to go. You know, that's normally what I do. I'm a person of my word. And if I say I won't go, you won't catch me there either. There's, you know, no in between with that. But I'm normally the one that could go into a situation and kind of stir, stir it all up and get the party started. I'm also the one that'll sit in the corner and not talk to anybody just because I don't feel comfortable. It depends solely on my mood. Mm-hmm. But I could do both. And and there's no guarantee one way or another, unless you see what my energy is like right before I walk through the door. You could tell if I'm going to have a good night or you could tell if I'm going to be kind of kind of to myself mm-hmm. before we even get anywhere. Uh, I'm definitely like that. And yeah, and it's a lot of people don't like that about certain people because they may already be on the roller coaster to having a good time. And they're like, oh. Okay, you're going to drag us down. It's like, I'm not going to drag you down. I'm just, hey, I'm not, I'm not, you know. I'm not super happy right now. Yeah, I'm going to go and and hopefully everything works out fine. But I'm also like a person now where I'll bail out quick. (laughs) Like if I'm, if I go out and I might make an appearance, say hi, do things. If I'm not feeling it, I'm like, I'm gone. I don't want to be here. And it's not, right. but, but it's hard because people don't understand why they're like, well, why? It's like, uh, I just, I'm not feeling it. Really? And I think that, that they don't know why. Come on. Well, I, I think they know why, but some people don't want to accept it. Uh, to me, it's, it's, I, if you're not feeling the place or feeling the people, mostly new people. I would rather leave before I say something that's really going to set somebody off because (laughs) my big mouth will get in the way. And I don't put a foot in my mouth because I don't care. (laughs) So those are the things, too, where I'm sure that I haven't got invited places because of that. Matter of fact, I guarantee I I'll tell you an example. Uh, My friend who is now very married and very happy. Mm-hmm. dated a girl for 10 years and I met her one time. And I'm sure there was a reason for it. What do you mean? So, um, we, she was very, very religious. And I think my friend just didn't want to have me say anything oh, offsetting. Yeah. Or upsetting. Yeah, because you could do that. <laughs> I, I could, but here's the funny but really, thing. Really, why would you? Like, no, you wouldn't. I, I, you wouldn't. I, I wouldn't bring it up, but if something passing, mostly in the past, and look, I'm just as guilty. My friend down the street, when she first met me, I was very, we, I was very open. And she even said something to me later. She goes, you know, you, the whole atheist thing and, you know, blah, blah, blah. She goes, but I didn't hold it against you. <laughs> and, and I was like, that was kind of a humorous way of looking at it. She's like, I understand. And and that's both sides. And and look, I, I'm sure when you're in a relationship with somebody, you do your best not to ruin it. Now, the person my friend got married to is very, very open book. They're very party friendly. They're a good time. As soon as they were in a um, more serious relationship, I met him. She was like, oh, here she is. I was like, oh, okay, cool. So, look, I, I understand that. I'm a very open book. If I'm dating somebody, you're going to meet him. Because that's reality. Now, are we going to hang out all the time? Maybe not. I don't know. But you have to put people in the situation to at least, you know, you can't prejudge because maybe I would have went there and been super cool and we would have had a good time and I could have mm-hmm. been around him more. But, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. People are easily flustered, I think, more now, though. You know, you, you, we were talking before we got on. You, you look at what happened over the last three years of like being in supermarkets and viral videos of people getting screamed at. For, Mm -hmm. you know, a mask being 
below their nose or not wearing one at all where everyone was prejudged. And I think we need to get back to really feeling people out instead of prejudging. And, and I'm not just talking about masks. I'm talking about everything. People walk in, you should go, Hey, and if you're not in a good mood, set them where they need to go or, you know, help them and get them out. Um, and if it's, you're it's hard to do that, though, it is hard to do that. Oh, at it times. is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt, I would say it's difficult a lot of the time. Because you yeah. sometimes you can't. You know, in your in your industry, it's very hard. Like I said, she's in the medical industry. So you're dealing with a person probably for a longer period of time. Like my interactions with people, people would come in and pick up an order. My interactions are probably under 10 minutes almost every time unless it's you know putting together a system something that will take more time and longevity so Mm -hmm. my interactions are very small but probably more so in some days i might have 20 interactions with customers um you may only have four but they're for long periods of time And Mm -hmm. that's when things can get a little hairy or upsetting people. Like I've been here for 15 minutes and, and that girl's still in the chair and you know, I have someplace to be and and all of a sudden you're like, wait a second, like, holy shit. That's why like doctor's office visits or dentist visits, you have to realize that they're trying to fit as many people in this little small window that they can. So because maybe the dentist is seeing 12 or 13 people in a day because one's a checkup and one's a small filling and one's this. And they're like, you know, doing the work, washing their hands and going over or getting ready. I remember I was at the dentist. Dentist walks up. Hey, how you doing? We're going to work on this tooth. Shot me full of stuff. Walked over because there was another person in a chair down the way and was like, hey, Mr. Frank, you know, what's going on? And he was doing a consultation with somebody while while I was getting ready. As soon as he was done with that, you know, he finished up, rolled over, boom, had the drill, did this and started going to work. So I do my best because of the business that I'm in, that I understand that clients are hard to be taken care of but i can definitely see the other side of that mm-hmm. whether personally or in a work atmosphere dealing yeah. with folks isn't easy no not at all and i find that the older i've gotten this seems like the less patience i've had you know i don't have as much time for the bullshit and i'm like oh come on you know for me i've had clients in my chair for 20 plus years that will tell me that i don't cut this don't cut this part, this piece, whatever. And I haven't cut it in 20 years. And then I'll, then I'll hear the next time you cut it too short. I'm like, Oh my gosh, we really have. And and it's every time, like we mm-hmm. have this, this interaction that goes on or, Oh, I need my bags to go like this. And I'm like, I understand that. Let me finish your hair before you like decide right. what, what isn't right. It drives me crazy, to be honest with you. And I just have to shut up and take it. And it's to the point where my clients have even told me, you know, I realize I've been telling you this and you always do a great job. It's just my insecurity. But I say, I don't want your insecurities. Like keep those at the door. Cause I gotta get right. this shit done. Like you're coming here to get the same thing you've always gotten. Like have a little faith, have a little right. faith, but And, you know, I've told so many people that and it doesn't work out to my advantage ever. They still will come in and try it again. But then then they'll say, I know I'm bugging you. Like, so that's (laughs) even my fault. Right. I'm right. You are bugging me, but it's your fault. This isn't my fault. Like, I'm here to do your job to do this job anyway. But um, it's just funny how how over the years I find that people don't take responsibility as much as they used to and and they'll find a way to put it on other people and and make it about 
it's still it's about them, but that we're the the person that they're doing it to is the problem. So I've I've struggled with that lately, especially like I said, since COVID shut everything down, it brought out the ugly in people. It brought out the ugly oh, in yeah. everybody, and um, you and even dick, <laughs> and even for me. I, I don't have as much patience as I used to. It could be my age. It could be, I don't know. It could be the fact that I, I'm just in a different place. It could be that I'm, I'm living a little bit more of an aggravated life because life is, is always changing and I have to adapt. And that does create a little bit of, of issues for me. But for the most part, you know, when I sit with my friends, I don't give a shit what they tell me. Like they could tell me whatever we joke, we laugh, we, whatever. I don't get offended. Um, I, I won't talk politics, but that's just me. But outside of that, like, I, I'll just sit there and listen to people. But, you know, I, I always have my opinions. I just try to keep them very hush hush because, first of all, nobody wants to hear them. And second of all, I could be an asshole. So <laughs> my yeah. opinion may not go over very well either. It's um, well, thankfully even for you can me, say I'm here. Kind. What's that? Thankfully, you can say I'm here. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It's just. I agree with you, though, about maybe age a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, I I find it and I hate to say it because my son is young. But thankfully, he's very much the same. I find it hard to be in a public place like a restaurant and a bunch of kids in a corner just raising hell to the point where it's just like it's outright fucking annoying. You just want to go, really? You guys, can you shut up? And, and I don't want to be that guy, but it, it's it's inching closer and closer and closer. And even my kid will be like, oh, really? Like, I just, I just want to eat. Can I eat and go home? Right. And Can you, can and you look, have your breakdown later? I'm kind of busy right now. When we were younger, um, I remember going to the Denny's which I think was on Zelza. I'm pretty sure. Right over by Tampa, you mean? Is it Tampa? No, Denny's was on Balboa. There was a Denny's Balboa. Not on Balboa. Um, or maybe it was. Anyway, we used to go somewhere. It might have been Big Boy. I don't know. It could have been a bunch of restaurants. But we would go in and, and be loud and funny. But in those days, People would come over to you and tell you to shut the hell up mm-hmm. <laughs> and have no issue with it. And, you know, we were teenagers, like under 18, and these were adults. And at those time period, you know, adults would whoop the shit out of you and have no problem and then just get in their car and drive off. Like it was a different time. And, and I think now with people more likely to uh, initiate violence, Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think a lot of people need to kind of think about it. I just saw something online. Um, some uh, liberal activist was stabbed to death in New York, right on the street. They have it on video. Died right there on the street. Um, so people are crazier now. So I, I do my best also to kind of put that into consideration. You know, I, I don't want to have to get in a physical altercation with somebody no um and but you know, sometimes I, people need to be popped upside the head too to be honest with you without a doubt i th- i think that Ugh. younger people and i know people don't want to hear that shit younger people need to be put in check now mm-hmm. because at some point like i always tell people there's always a bigger fish mm-hmm. one day you're gonna s- smart off to the wrong guy and he's gonna choke you unconscious in front of all your friends and to me, you know, you you have to be able to read a room. And that's what I'm doing my best to do now. You know, I'm not dating anyone. But when I'm out with my kid, like I'm crazy about having my back to a wall and being able to see the front door. I just want to know what's going on. Same. Um, so my kid knows now he'll sit. He'll sit with his back to the door knowing that I can see it. And uh, I like to know what's going on because people are bonkers now and crazy stuff happens. Mm -hmm. So 
dealing with the public is also a scary thing. Being in a place where there's a lot of people, um, where things can go sideways quickly over something very, very stupid. So I can understand why some people don't want to be out and talking with everybody and would rather spend time at home. I'm very much a homebody as well. Like I would rather be at home with somebody talking Mm -hmm. in a controlled atmosphere and having a good time than be out and about. And maybe that is an age thing or maybe that's just a me thing. Um, I don't know. It's hard to say what it is. Yeah. And and like I said, I have no problem going places and I will do it, but I don't mind being a homebody. I think it's, you know, it's controllable. You don't end up with a DUI. Booze is much cheaper. You're with the people generally you really want to be with. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, you know, I I think there's more to that part of it. Um, So to me, it's less dealing with the ignorant or the stupid. Yeah. Because for some reason, there seems to be a, a abundance of that as well, where people just will do the damnedest things. And um, I don't know how to change it. And maybe we shouldn't try. We should just work within our, our bubble <laughs> because sometimes it's better. Um, the work portion of that is deal with it with a smile and keep going on um because we kind of have to because we're in careers where we you know if you make a decent living (laughs) dealing with the public sometimes you have to grin and bear it Mm -hmm. i find that younger folks are less likely to grin and bear it now though I think you're seeing a very high abundance of people who get into a workplace environment. The first time something goes sideways, they're like, yeah, I'm going to go get another job. It's like, whoa, wait a second. You know, do you really want to do that? Is it that hard on you to, I guess, be a little stressed? Because you know, I think most jobs that pay well are going to have a small percentage of people and stress. And you kind of have to balance <laughs> those you out. say that? Yeah. And stress. And stress. You know <laughs> what I mean? So, uh, you know, it, it's like working fast food. I, I never did. But Me I know neither, people. Thank I know, God. But I know people who did. And they always said that. People... Look at videos right now on YouTube and put in uh, fast food worker hits customer. I just saw one the other day. Crazy woman throws the food at the girl behind the counter. She threw the blender at her. <laughs> yeah, like the big well, you ass know what, coffee making blender. If somebody if somebody throws something at me or they spit at me or they're they're swinging at me, I don't care where I work. It's coming down. Right. (laughs) No, you you should have a right to defend yourself. Mm -hmm, And and those things are unacceptable. If somebody doesn't like their food, they should come up and say, hey, excuse me. I don't like this. That's it. They have no right to be acting like fools. And when I see those freaking videos, I'm like, please pop over that counter and beat yeah. the shit out of them. <laughs> so they never ask to to change anything in their order right. ever again. Right. Like, people are, are ridiculous. First of all, if you're going to McDonald's to get food, you're an asshole if you complain because their food's crap anyway. And it's supposed to be crap and everybody knows it's crap and everybody still wants to eat it. So if it's not made to your order, deal with it. Like, yeah, like, or or understand, like, I'm a very finicky eater and I change things all the time wherever I go. Mm-hmm. And I've had something, you know, ordered wrong. I walk up and go, excuse me. Hey, uh. This just has some cheese on it. And they go, oh, let me fix it. Okay. And mm-hmm. I walk back to my table. Like, and when people, they'll come back up and they're like, oh, I'm so sorry. And I, th- this is how I answer. It's okay. I mm-hmm. ordered it different. 
It's my fault. And they're it's like, it's not your fault. It shouldn't be anybody's fault. It's just, no, but, uh, it's not the way I like to eat it. You know, it's right, not a big but deal. No, but my, my answer is, is I understand because if you're making a burger all day long and it's made a certain way, you make it like that out of habit mm-hmm. and it's just mm-hmm. putting together a sandwich and throwing it out. It's no different than going to Subway or wherever. And you're used to doing something. And sometimes people come in and change that on you and it happens. Mm-hmm. And I, I do my best not to to freak out over that because the people are people and they're just doing their job. You mm. know, I, I try to be a better person and and use my talking skills, my talking to rock skills <laughs> to be able to, you know, uh, push the conversation forward with everyone thinking that, hey, it all worked out in the end. Mm hmm. Because if we don't, the world is going to be a very bad place full of yeah, shitty people. People are already shitty as can be. Like, do we mm-hmm. do, do they need to get any worse? I mean, where first of all, let's talk about accountability. Why is nobody accountable for being a dickhead? <laughs> you know what I mean? Very true. I'm like, wait a minute. If I, I tell people all the time, I don't hang out with people that act like dickheads. So if they're acting like dickheads, I just don't call them. And I catch hell from a lot of people. And they're like, why don't you ever call me? And I'm like, yeah, I've been busy or whatever. And then, you know, the, you know, the ones that really know me know that something's up. They're like, what's up? And I'm like, well, you acted like an asshole. And I don't feel like dealing with that. I got I got real life problems, too. But I'm not going to bitch about them. I'm going to have a good time every time I could have one. And, you know, you're bringing me down. You're, you're just bringing me down. Right. And and I I say that with I, I still love you, but you're an asshole. So until you work on that, I don't want to go with you. You know, I had a friend today. She um every time she gets mad at me for not reaching out to her, she blocks me on social media. Well, it happens so many times and she's always the one to go. We're not friends on social media. I'm like, well, you shouldn't have blocked me again. I flat out just tell her you blocked me. She's like, well, this and that. I'm like, OK, well, now don't get mad at me because you blocked me. I go quit being an asshole. If, if you're not if you're not blocking me, then you'll still have me as a friend. I'll still see what's going on. But I, I don't care. Like social media to me doesn't hold a lot of value. I, I, I'm grateful that I could talk to who I want. And I like I love the dirty jokes when people send them to me. That's all I use social media for. And right. to root for friends like they get a new car or their kids do well in school. Good for you. I'm I'm happy for you, truly, because I want people to be happy. The happier they are, the better they are sitting in my chair. You know, this is this goes all the way around for me. Mm-hmm. So for me, I'm like, I don't it's not important. So if we're not friends, I'm, I'm not going to lose sleep. And I've been dumped by better people and I've been blocked by better people. So it's like, come on, you know, I'm over this shit. Right. So don't get mad. Don't be an asshole and I'll hang out with you and you, you know, we'll we'll do whatever you want to do. I'm, I'm pretty easy like that, but if I'm not going to, especially if I'm not getting paid, I'm not putting up with that attitude. Yeah. And like you said, I think at this age, And I think this is for anybody. It's not just older people. I I think that as we get older as humans, and that means 30, if 30 Mm -hmm. is your your limit to start this, is always be around the people that you want to be around. And the people who piss you off or you don't want to be around, kick rocks. It, it's you not a lot worth of problems it. with rocks today no. yeah, yeah well if i'm no, i can, t- I can right. talk to them then i can kick them right and and i really and i tell my friends i don't need you to be perfect i really don't like come mm-hmm. to me with all your crazy shit that's going on with you because you know menopause is a brewing for a lot of them <laughs> and i get to hear some pretty funny stories and i'm cool with that you know I'm, i get it you're going through it you know i'm i'm not gonna judge i'm not there thank god and i don't want to be there maybe i won't be there because you know of what i've already been through let's hope because mm-hmm. I could be a real bitch without any of that. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to judge you, but don't make my life miserable. Right. You know? And and like I said, I think that we already deal with people enough on the work sector. Mm -hmm. The people who are away from work, I think I hold to a much higher level. If, if I don't feel like I can, I can groove with you. There's 
We can be, we can be um, friends or acquaintances, but I probably am not going to hang out with you on a normal basis because, Mm -hmm. you know, we may agree on a few things, but if we're not, you know, really kind of grooving, I have, I'd rather, I'd rather be alone. It's my time is better spent doing things I like or with people that I want to be with. Or without aggravation, period. uh, Very much so. And I think that that's where everyone needs to start looking when we're talking about dealing with people. I think a lot of it, too, is everybody seems like they're depressed. Everybody I know, I'm depressed. I'm panicking. I'm having panic attacks. I'm 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 you know, not feeling myself. I, and it's all emotional shit. Everybody's got an emo, And I'm like, everybody's kind of suffering from low grade depression is what it sounds like to mm-hmm. me, you know, cause everybody's talking about the same thing. You're depressed because you're not living the life you're supposed to live. So start changing what you need to change and freaking live. My, co- my, not my cousin, my friend that I hadn't seen in like nine, 10 months. And she, she had blocked me because I didn't talk to her. She, she called me up today and she said, I'm so depressed. I just want to, I just want to drive off a cliff. And I said, well, I'll go pick you up. Well, I picked her up on the back of the Harley knowing that she was going to shit a purple Twinkie. And that was the last place she was ever going to want to be. But I was like, I want to be on my bike. This is my day off too. get on the bike and you could have some wind therapy. I just learned that wind therapy is a thing. But anyway, so I went over to her house. I had my cousin parked down the street just in case she wouldn't get in the car. Um, But she did. She are on the bike. She got on the bike. We took a ride. Her whole demeanor changed like she was we got cut off and I had to slam on my brakes and of course I had to throw the bird because I'm an asshole and this lady got pulled over and then she she got you know right next to us and she's like I'm so sorry I'm so sorry well I was pissed off because you know you almost hit us and I'm responsible so I didn't I didn't have anything to say to her. I just turned my head and was like, yeah, whatever. Right. My, my friend, who's never nice, she was like, it's okay. You know, I understand. You didn't see this. And I'm like, well, who is this bitch? Well, because she did something that made herself happy instead of sitting around being miserable all damn day, mm-hmm. she felt better. And that's what I told her. I said, you have to fight how you feel. Nobody else could do it for you. But this is how, when I'm having a bad day, I, I crave this. I get on the bike and I go, I don't care if it's to go get milk. I'm going to get Get on it and I'm going to make myself happy. You have to change what is wrong with your life. You can't just sit in a muck and expect somebody to pull you out. Mm-hmm. You have to do it. So. I totally agree. And, and wind therapy is, you know, there's many kinds of wind therapy. Like I, I've been trying to get a friend to go to Disneyland with me. I haven't been in a while. Going as adults is very fun. If you do it right, you know, mm-hmm. we're, You don't have to worry about a kid. You're not worried about time. You're just doing that. And that's a certain kind of therapy, regardless of what people think. Um, It it can be a headache if, you know, the the people part of it. But if you're with the right people, it kind of makes it this. Hey, I don't care if we only get on five rides today. We're going to go do this. We're going to hang out. We're going to have a couple of drinks. We're going to eat. We're going to do our thing just as an escape from the real world. And, and I think that's how you're looking at it. That's what wind therapy is. It's, it's an hour on a bike with the wind in your hair, looking at whatever's around you. It's forcing you to smell what's going on outside. It's forcing you to, um, it's forcing you to be in the moment because you're feeling the wind, your hair is moving. You have to pay attention to what's going on around you. And I think that's a, I think that's good for people that, that are on bikes because they have to be in the moment. You you know, I could be thinking about a hundred different things, but I'm I'm watching everything. I'm smelling everything. I'm seeing everything. I'm I'm watching for my well being. I'm I'm seeing where people are at. You know, it's just a. I'm looking at at the blue sky today. There was such a blue sky. You know, or and then I smelled eucalyptus, and then I smelled like fruit, like it smelled like strawberries or something. And then and then the next thing I know, it smelled like wet dirt. And I was like, wow, I'm I'm actually where I'm smelling things. How often do you go through life not really smelling something unless you go home and somebody's cooking? Like how much do you really smell sitting in your car? Not mm-hmm. much unless somebody right, farts no. or something. So for me, it's like I had to find that. And and I have to tell you, buying that bike was better than paying for therapy. 
my hands down. What's it, good? It does it changed my attitude? And I kept telling her, you need to change what's not working in your life. And and that, you know, people need to not walk around being such dicks. And if you're being a dick, change what you need to change. Life is too short to be that uncomfortable and that lonely and that miserable and that unhealthy. It's just not working. Right. So quit being such a dick and making everybody else have to deal with it. And, and at the end of the day, you know, if if there's people around you that you need to get rid of, you do. And if there's people that need to be in your life more, make sure that get them around you. And I think you'll be less likely to be upset when you have to deal with the shitty ones. When you know that the ones that are close to you and friends and, and family and relationships that are good for you. And I, I would say just lean more on the good and the people that you have to deal with deal with them quickly and get them out without, of your hair. yeah without <laughs> any issue and the mm-hmm. people that you don't have to deal with don't don't it's i i think mm-hmm. it's i i don't want to say it's that simple because it never is but i believe but it that is you, in theory it is in theory it is and i think that you can inch your way towards that you know mm-hmm. slowly but surely do the things that you like with the people that you love and the rest will generally fall into place. That's but, where, uh, that's a, that's a good way to end this. I totally agree. And it's good. <laughs> I got to end it for a change. Hey, that's, that's usually a, a you thing. Yeah. So uh, yeah, check out our, uh, our Instagram and our Facebook and our X or Twitter, whatever you want to call it for updates on the show. It's every Wednesday and yeah what else oh check us out on apple spotify google for now amazon and uh leave a little uh rating we we've got a couple that are (laughs) kind of interesting and and i say thanks to the people who've left them because they've been very nice and and it's nice to hear that people are enjoying the show yes thank you besides that it's an opinion show so don't get it twisted keep coming back every wednesday and uh listening to the smooth voices of Rob and Tina. <laughs> Tina, it's as always, it's always a pleasure. And we will see you in a week. Be happy, guys. Be happy. <laughs> Bye. Bye.